0: Inside heart of a mountain is an ancient holy burial ground for giants dating back centuries if not millennia guarded by a single creature many years has this single creature tended to the bones contained therein and at the center of it all is the beautiful rotunda with immaculate carvings, gold inlays, and the corpses of giants in repose that date back untold years. The greatest heroes and most powerful villains in all of giant. But another creature stalks the mountain. I don't know if any of you, either those listening at home or around the table, have ever heard the sound of old, dry bones clacking together. It is this hollow, brittle sound. Kind of a clacking or a knocking. And... In the midst of this grand, carved-out room with inlaid corpses and beautiful works of art, an echo picks up. Very faint. And you wouldn't be able to hear it if everything weren't so perfectly still. And you hear a clack. Followed by a couple more in short succession. Almost like a slow rattlesnake rattle. The camera and presumably all eyes in this cavern fall onto the bait. Now, my dear guilders, who or what is serving as the bait for whatever
1: fell creature you're about to encounter. So, I think everyone sees in the center of this large cavern a pile of old giant bones purposefully gathered in order to attract some monster. And sitting on top of that, loudly complaining to his frog friends, is Checkers, the Grung Druid, And his trusty frog pals, Mango and Junior. (laughs) And you just hear echoing throughout the cavern, boy, I sure wish no one takes these bones from me. I sure love bones. Isn't that right, Mango? And Mango is just like pretending to enjoy licking one, but he's just making like a really sour face. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. I love these bones. I can't believe I've never had these before.
0: Shadows flicker from the torches that are lit Throughout this area. I'm also imagining that Checkers is kind of in the middle of this room, mm-hmm. like dead center. And I don't think I said it last time, but it occurred to me that there might even be sarcophaguses. Sarcophagi? Sarcophagi. I got a sarcophagi, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can I can get you a preserved skeleton. I got a sarcophagi. <laughs> Um, Steve, Steve, Steve appreciated it and they are also kind of dotting this landscape some broken by age maybe by attacks but so many of them aged but still beautiful and in the middle of it all is checkers I think checkers with your passive perception and knowing what you know about this creature you can hear it. It's very faint, and it's to the point where it almost blends in with kind of the very subtle, you know, you're shifting your weight a little bit, getting a little more comfortable in this pile of bones, and they're kind of clacking and falling around, but you can just pick it up where there's a noise not from under you, but one in a different direction.
1: And Checkers continues to loudly yell, and he gives the signal to his party who are waiting around different areas in the cavern. You know, Mango, I feel like I have the perfect number of bones here. Sure would be a shame if someone decided to add any bones to this bone pile. (laughs) Checkers
0: definitely got to pick the code words. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, got it. Roll me a perception check. 22. I'm going to count that as your roll. As you, before anyone else, see on the ground, there is just this little bit of dull gray white that just pushes up from the rock and gravel and dirt at the floor of this place. And you can see very subtly, very slowly, small other little bits start to gather to it. And it becomes this kind of larger little thing. Again, just shards of bone coming together, coalescing in just this tiny little patch. But because you've clocked it, you are able to get out of the way. As a huge mass of roiling bone made of femurs, ribs, skulls, teeth, patellas, feet of giants shoots out of the ground as this appendage no fingers no discernible detail other than a massive bone comes and smashes down where you were and on this giant pile of bones this however was not a su- fully a surprise attack I should say you guys had time to ask questions to plot, to plan and to set up Quickly, in this moment, is there anything that happens before we roll for initiative?
2: As the mound of bones crushes the pile placed as bait, you can see the ruins on the ground that surrounded the pile and a blue light in a 10-foot radius around the pile of bones Shoots up twenty feet in the air, and magic circle has entrapped this shambling mound of bones. As Val peeks out behind a sarcophagus, Ha!
0: got him, got him. <laughs> and for those playing at home, magic circle does what? Basically, just lets it so it does it can't leave. Yeah, basically uh, is the short is the short version of it. <laughs>
2: it can't leave. It has if you're in the circle, it has disadvantage attacks against you, but I can cast it in reverse, which is what we've done. So it can't move out of the circle, it has disadvantage, and like we can't be charmed or frightened and stuff by it. It's great. It's a third level spell. (laughs) And you never get to cast it, because you you never never know when people are going to, where they're going to be.
1: Normally there would be the sound of warhammers bashing against stone, of heroic charges being led by a certain rocky dwarf. But instead, in this moment, as the creature is trapped within the center of this grand rotunda, Kaskrin is nowhere to be seen. That's it. Mine comes later. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, everybody. Could you roll
0: for initiative for me, please? Val with a
2: 19.
3: Selv with a 14. Checkers with
0: a 10. And Kaskrin with a 5.
2: It's fine. He's hidden.
1: (laughs) Nobody knows where I am.
0: And Darthon, the giant with the six. (laughs)
1: Hey, yeah, we're going to be best buds.
0: So, this creature, this giant mound of giant bones, goes first. Checkers, you have successfully gotten off of the thing of bones. You are scampering away. I presume some uh-huh. amount of yeah, tee-hee-hees and <laughs> ha ha got him. Et et it, etc. etc. <laughs> ah,
1: my bones. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, it's re- really re- it's re-try really re-try
0: interesting that you say, "Hey, my bones." <laughs> hey, checkers. Uh huh. Roll me a Constitution saving throw.
1: Eleven.
0: Failure. Oh no. So we'll say, Checkers, you you left away. You you were ready to go, and you can actually just jump like 20 to 30 feet away or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you are a good distance away from this now just like kind of splintering thing of bones. You see this creature, again, just as it smashes down, kind of in the same movement, you see it scoops up a little bit of the bones. And you have a front row seat to what almost seems like just, oh, it's just... A second pile of bones, Mm -hmm. except this one, everything is roiling around on each other. It makes no sense anatomically. There is no sense to this. There is no patterns. It looks like no humanoid or creature or anything. It is basically a swarm of bone. But somehow you get the distinct impression that it looks directly at you. Mm. And you are plap plap plapping running away and your body stops moving but it's not that you're paralyzed because you can still feel your muscles moving like you can look around and you can like kind of flex a little bit it's that your skeleton is frozen in place (laughs) you take 21 points of bludgeoning damage
1: Checkers just lets out of, ah, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, your your
0: jaw is surprisingly unaffected, so yeah. <laughs> that you can still uh, give good checkers quips.
1: It's that, that
2: frog grung throat, you know? Yeah.
0: Exactly. It's all muscle. And you take this damage and are pulled by your bones backwards <laughs> 15 feet. Oh. Uh, uh. Right uh. up to where this creature is. Anyone else? Ooh, Val is on the ground.
2: I am on the ground.
0: At kind of I in can't a, be
2: hiding in the sarcophagi.
0: Guy, you poked your head out, and you're like, Ah, I got him. But
2: I'm in the sarcophagi.
0: It's <laughs> a broken very one. Very disrespectful. How dare you, I know. Val? <laughs> uh, this uh, just, just,
2: I so we really don't want to be on the ground. You,
0: you you can see this thing is clawing, trying to get at Checkers, especially as Checkers is kind of being pulled towards it. And this is a huge creature maybe even bigger than huge you can't even tell where it kind of starts and stops you don't know if there's more underground you don't know how much of the the trap bone pile is now a part of its bone pile but you can see it stretching out and grabbing at checkers but at the same time with kind of like perfect awareness and without seeming to look in any direction a giant femur explodes out towards you and it is broken and sharp on one end and shoots to you like a javelin. Oh no. Take half cover and it is also rolling with disadvantage because it is inside of the inside of the thing. Does a 16 hit.
2: That hits.
0: 15 points of piercing damage. I am
2: a tiny cleric
0: <laughs> but I'm just a little baby <laughs> and Val's sarcophagus just like
1: explodes and Yeah, shatters
0: <laughs> just, <laughs> just a whole quarter of it is just gone now oh jeez and that is the end of its turn does it need to make any saves against the circle or what have you
2: so it's only save is if it uses teleport or interplanar travel to get out of magic circle Interesting. it needs to make a I love that. saving throw so it's stuck
0: it is stuck and you guys were told a few things by Darthon who is here but is not up front with you guys first and foremost he explained that part of the reason he needed your guys help other than there are two ish two at least two creatures that he can kind of he could have kind of handled one on one but doing multiple in one day was always tough but recently this creature in particular has become so large and powerful, and filled with the bones of those he is sworn to protect, that the magic that he used to kind of give himself that fighting chance is not nearly as effective as it once was.
2: Did he tell us that this kind of started happening when his partner passed? Because like there weren't two of them anymore to like want to like stay by the bones and like, keep them safe and want to fend off the creature?
0: It is kind of a symptom of it. He would tell you that if he and his partner were both here, they could have figured it out, they could have done it, but also he would have told you that things are slipping, rituals going unsaid, and there was even a theft recently, a few months ago, of someone reanimated a, a skeleton walked under his watch. Yeah, basically, and That was something that never would have happened Mm -hmm. with a partner. He also would have told you, it likes to attack by surprise, (laughs) which is why Checkers was able (laughs) to do what he was able to do. And it also likes moving in and out of the ground and ceilings, which again, we prepared for. It is weak to bludgeoning damage, which you guys know. And is also doesn't seem to have any eyeballs or any ways of sensing things beyond, hmm, it seems to know where we are especially when it comes to being on the ground so that is the end of its turn val
2: surprise surprise it's me val surprise (laughs)
0: surprise valesca carter it is your turn what would you like to do
2: i sophie would like to have realized that this wouldn't have helped but i would have been curious to see if val could have turned it probably
0: not that was probably something you would have learned as well in the discussion this thing is would have been way too much to do it is like well beyond kind of the threshold at least to turn and like destroy you could always try to make it afraid or what have you but yeah
2: i have more hitty ideas in that i cast spiritual weapon and it takes the form of the giant stamp that librarians (laughs) use hell yes it's still just magical force damage, but I like to think it's bludgeoning. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, yes.
2: So Val starts with that. 15.
0: That hits. It has pretty low AC.
2: Five points of damage. And as an action, Val will cast Mind Sliver. Can it please make me an intelligent saving throw, DC 15?
0: It will attempt one. Great. <laughs> Does it have any disadvantages because of magic circles?
2: No, it just has a disadvantage to attack us. What's your DC? 15.
0: That is a 14 on the die, so it's a failure. Hey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's maybe wily, but it's not, I would say, intelligent.
2: Five more points of damage. Awesome. And it has a minus D4 on its next saving throw.
0: Ooh, on its next save. Okay, awesome.
3: I am curious as to what fell. Has placed in its brain. It does
2: nothing in its brain, but its being, its mound feels the effects of osteoporosis Uh, coming on. (laughs) And does it say
0: anything about uh, affecting undead creatures?
2: Not this one. Okay,
0: great. Do you have a move? Anything you'd like to do?
2: I run to full cover.
0: (laughs) Run as far as possible. Got it. Uh, And again, a lot of these sarcophagi are probably large enough that you could get behind them without much problem. Selvastralin. Where Where is self in all of this? So
3: that depends on the answer to one I'm of ready. the questions that I had for Darthon for earlier. And that was if he knows if this thing is vulnerable to any kind of holy or radiant damage. Definitely. Okay. So as was discussed earlier. <laughs> exactly. I have a vial of holy water. And one of the things we collected that Darthon helped with is a very nice, mostly round throw-in boulder. <laughs> yep, uh, just he the, has a lot the, of the, the kind that he you know, that he feels comfortable with, that he could, he Absolutely. could whip at, at a high velocity <laughs> and pretty accurate. And so um, Selv is going to take his vial of holy water and basically dump it onto the boulder that he hopes Darthon will, at some point, hurl at this creature. Now, to be clear, is this holy water, or is this... This is holy water, which is trademarked to one ediris, uh Pensempre, care of the Golden Tree Adventuring Guild.
0: Indeed, which is, uh, I'm sure, much more effective than normal holy water. W- one uh, would hope. We'll see. Um, and
3: he, <laughs> he does tend to put some kind of explosive element into yeah. all, of his, all, <laughs> all his that. stuff. So. And then I will uh, use my movement, then, to get behind some other uh, stalagmite that is wide enough to cover me i'll say to darthon before i move off the boulder's ready
0: when you are <laughs> <laughs> and and darthon barely understanding what you're saying just <laughs> looks at you and just nods kind of smiling dreamily ah, and then right. but but he like moves it. and like goes to pick up the rock and it's just like while no full words are exchanged meaning is understood yes excellent all right first please make me kind another constitution saving throw at checkers 15. that is a failure
1: no oh, no
0: <laughs> good thing Solves has got that high movement because he's out of here <laughs> because as a bonus action this creature is basically sustaining the spell-hmm now you take oh just another nine points of damage it's a skelly ton of damage <laughs> and this thing moves you even closer to it. And now you are right next to it. And, yeah, it's just there's this delicious frog here. And I think it is just going to try and, well, do whatever the equivalent of taking a bite is. And I would really like to thank this one. This attack particularly goes out to Sophie, who gave me this delicious flavor of (laughs) a not a it is a bite attack, but it's not just any old bite attack you see a pair of ribs just emerge from inside of this creature and reach out and kind of clack at you and go to do an attack upon you. It will have disadvantage. 17 on one die and a three on the other okay. <laughs> That is a miss. And, but you, it just like takes this snap. So again, you're not paralyzed. It is just that this thing has this supernatural connection to... To your skeleton mm-hmm. and so it just like pulls you back and then you kind of have control again but you're so you're able to just get out of the way
2: I imagine it like Magneto and Wolverine mm-hmm.
0: yes <laughs> it, it is exactly that except it's kind of in short bursts okay. where, he's, where Magneto's not concentrating on it uh-huh. but it's the exact same thing if he just like it just like drags checkers towards it like almost magnetically uh, it's a ribbit it's a ribs. Tried a rib it. bite. <laughs> it's a, a, ribbit. It's a ribbit. Wait, that's not the I'll, end of its turn. I'll take. Oh. The but that's great news. Psychic damage. Yeah. Now. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't take that because uh, I'm just going to shoot a bone javelin at you. Oh! <laughs> it's going to have disadvantage, and you're going to have. Uh, I think full cover is fine. So add a, an additional bonus to your uh, your AC. That's a miss. Oh, thank goodness! Oof. But uh, one just comes and destroys the stalagmite that you are behind. And that is like going to be probably true with most of the cover you guys are finding is that if it misses your cover is still destroyed. Checkers. It is your turn. You just feel this like tug again, tug on your bones. And that's the (laughs) only way I can put it. It's very uncomfortable. It feels like your skin doesn't fit. (laughs) Right. But you're able to move. You're able to act. And also, oh God, There is this horrible giant creature that I am right next to, just clacking and clawing and making these terrible, horrible sounds. And now, a word from our sponsor.
3: Hello, this is your pilot speaking. I would like to welcome you to Reckless Airlines. Our total flight time for this episode is approximately one hour, and we will be cruising at an altitude of 2,000 frog stacks. In a little bit, the fight attendants will be by with complimentary clips and excerpts from previous Reckless Attack episodes. We know you have a lot of choices when it comes to 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcasts, and we would like to thank you for choosing ours. If you enjoyed your experience during today's episode, please be sure to fill out the in-flight survey and leave us a rating or review, or tell a friend. Book your next flight with us at www.recklessattack.com, and thank you for listening.
1: So, Checkers has been having a no good, very bad (laughs) day. Yeah, it
0: did. The dice, it was a great plan. The dice did not work in Checkers' favor. Checkers is
1: sitting here just hanging out on top of a pile of bones. Just like, oh boy, I can't wait to attract some creepy bone monster so I can get out of the way. Yep. And then that did not happen. (laughs) And, like, as Checkers and Mango were trying to jump away from this thing, Mango jumped forward and Checkers was yanked back by his skeleton (laughs) back towards the large creature. Indeed. So Mango's going to turn around and come right back for Checkers. And as an action, he's going to disengage to try and get both of us away from this creature. Cool. And I'm going to say, before all this happened, Checkers was part of this planning meeting with Darthon, And Checkers thought to take advantage of this creature's tremor sense, or Mm -hmm. its ability to kind of sense things on the ground by actually putting a whole bunch of ropes attached to stalactites up in the air that he can use to jump around and not touch the floor. I love it. So Mango's going to come back, Checkers is going to hop on, and then both of them are going to jump up to a nearby rope and try to get out of the way of this thing.
0: Okay. For painting the picture, Uh how many ropes are up there? (laughs) Slash, I guess, is reasonable to have. Like six. Yeah, that (laughs) seems good to me. Of just like you're just swinging around
1: in a big old like figure eight or circle or whatever. Yeah. Cool. And as Checkers and Mango are grasping onto this rope, Checkers is going to, as an action, cast Summon Beast to summon the baby Billium. Yay! Yay! Now the episode can begin. And Billium kind of materializes out of this this energy. And this baby blue frog with butterfly (laughs) wings comes down and smacks against this bone creature right in the ribs where it tried to bite Checkers. 15 to hit. That is a hit seven points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. It does more damage than you would think it would. And Billiam flies away, not touching the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of my turn, I'll roll that constitution saving Please do. Throw. 25. Checkers, as
0: you jump up and kind of are just dangling there, <laughs> like a Kermit the Frog doll with no hand in it, mm-hmm. uh, you look down and this creature, again, still roiling, and you are able to just steal yourself to take that last little jump up and kind of climb up the rope and kind of break this like magnetic pull that this thing had on you uh, as you successfully make your constitution saving throw. Yay! Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Seems good.
1: Your bones are free. Yeah. Your bones
0: are free.
1: <laughs> Never thought I'd be so happy to have all my bones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is now Darthon the Giant's turn. You all hear kind of filling this cave and the acoustics are are wild in here. They're not good, but they're like intense, if that makes sense. And you can hear this like deep rumbling voice fill the entirety of this place. And you are all kind of heartened by this, even those who do not understand what is being said. And you are all under the effects of Bless, hey. including including Billium yeah. and including Mango. So you all have a D4 on, I think, all your attack rolls and saving throws for as long as Darthon keeps concentration, which will be for quite a while. But that is his turn. He just kind of is still standing there watching all of this unfold and, again, looks down at the rock at his feet that Selv has, like, consecrated for him to throw. And that's the end of his turn cast
1: bright main hey hey Cass. there's a lot going on there's, there's- a lot going on but i want to i want to take us back a little bit <laughs> because we Please. have had as players probably a couple of hours to properly plan this trap and so there was a meeting of the minds before we're all huddled up thinking about what we're gonna do and we are now seeing this ultimate plan <laughs> unfurl mm-hmm. in this giant rotunda full of grand art there is in the center this shambling mound trapped by Valeska's pre-planned magic circle. As we look up, as the camera moves from the base of the floor where this creature is shambling around, there is checkers and mango hanging from some of the ropes swinging around from these, these lines that have been affixed to the ceiling. And as we follow the ropes up and up towards the ceiling, we see a giant boulder that has been affixed to the ceiling using pythons and rope. And on top of that is a certain stony dwarf who has been waiting, ready for this moment for hours. Yeah, I was gonna say, you've been stuck (laughs) up there for
3: quite a while now.
1: (laughs) And you hear the sound of, like, frantic sawing as Kaskrin (laughs) Mm -hmm. is taking this dagger and trying to desperately cut a rope. All of a sudden, the final rope is cut, and at the very top of the ceiling this giant boulder begins to fall directly on top of the creature trapped by this magic circle but that is not all that happens for as (laughs) Kaskrin Mm -hmm. is like belly flopped holding this boulder for dear life riding it down towards the bottom of the floor he casts enlarge to make this thing eight times its weight yep and this this rock just enlarges on its way down eclipsing this mound of shambling bones until a few moments later, a giant impact a push, crashes against the floor directly on top of this magic circle.
0: All right, so I'm going to have it roll a deck save at disadvantage because okay. it can't really move. It's more about like getting an amount of mass out of the way uh, for it to make sense. Nope, rolled pretty bad. So I'm rolling 10d6, and then I'm adding five more d6 cool that seems uh six more d6 that seems (laughs) that seems worth a spell slot it takes 57 points of damage (laughs) but it's also vulnerable to bludging damage so it takes even more damage than that
1: thing as kaskrin and the rock fall kaskrin holds on to a backpack that he had that he had gotten way back when as we left deep wood and join the raven mounts onto the journey over here and he pulls a ripcord from it and from the backpack there is a giant white parachute that <laughs> unfurls <laughs> and then catches the air immediately slowing kaskrin's fall Ooh, it, it probably looks like a cool like bird outline oh, yeah. yeah yeah, for yeah, sure. It's like, yeah, it's like a black oh. raven or something a- and you hear just like ah! yeah. <laughs> as it unfurls it's it really should pretty be cool it. and kaskrin slowly falls towards the ground as this creature is smashed by the rock
0: awesome just for posterity's sake, I think you did 114 points a day. Oh. Oh, yeah! <laughs> it is the top of the round. This creature is still in the middle, trapped in Val's uh, holy circle, magic circle. It's, a, it's, it's weird. It's holy it magic. It is a holy circle that is magic. There is a checkers who is dangling from a yeah. rope uh, just a little bit above it, and there is a self who is behind a just decimated stalagmite where it's like, I'm crouching behind like one foot of stalagmite. There was something here when I started. Correct. (laughs) There is a Val who I think just ran off to misc full cover. Yeah. Just full (laughs) cover. Didn't matter what it was. Just ran the hell away. And then a beautiful, beautiful Kaskrin just floating up above all of us as I assume. Like an angel with his yeah. white parachute pre- pre- bird way like.
2: Oh my God, they're wings, so he does look like yeah. an angel.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah, this is a great idea. Yeah. And and you can see this creature not only is stuck in this circle still, but is now, like there's this huge boulder still sitting on top of it that it's just kind of like swirling around Even as it's not able to escape, you see it kind of bones skittering up the edges and clacking and making an even bigger din. And, you know, I mentioned that uh, there is even more noise than there was previously, to the point where it's pretty unsettling, actually. It's actually very bad, actually, is what it is. (laughs) Uh, I would like anyone within 60 feet of this creature to make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Hey, I have advantage
2: on those. Wait, 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 time out! You mm-hmm.
3: are correct. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh, targets outside the magic circle can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by the creature.
0: Very interesting. That was a test. Hey, <laughs> I <laughs> remember! You passed. But you all get this sense that, again, all this clattering intensifies. And it becomes a racket and it is just filling your thoughts and it is like your ears are throbbing. But just as it kind of reaches its fever pitch, you see the magic circle just kind of flare with energy and it just dampens it where it's not as loud as it was. And you all do not have to roll a pretty high (laughs) DC to be frightened by this creature. That is its turn.
2: So Val will find a piece of the bone mound that is not covered in rock and hit it with a library stamp. 10 to hit. That is a miss. There's just not enough bone outside this rock. (laughs) And then we're going to go at first level. Val will cast Guiding Bolt. Natural 20! Nice, nice, nice. Four d6 29 points of
0: damage <laughs> Ow.
2: radiant holy energy that
0: does much more damage than Nathan would prefer that it did <laughs>
2: uh, yeah so Val is behind this sarcophagus she peeks her head around the corner and commands this library stamp to smash down on it but instead of smashing down it it, like, glances off the side of the boulder because there's not enough bone sticking out of it. <laughs> but from her vantage point, she can see the bone mound move out of the way of the stamp, and then that's where she aims her guiding bolt. And now everyone can see this giant bone mass lit up with this light blue energy of the illustrious Atheum, and the next attack has advantage.
0: Excellent. Anything else you'd like to do?
2: Bellis, her cover is still intact.
0: So,
2: well, <laughs> seeing seen what it did to the stalagmite, Self hid behind, she's going to go hide behind a stalagmite because she's just like, I'm going to h- try to keep my word to Darthon and not destroy his holy place.
0: Fair enough. I mean, as much as possible as much as is possible. ideal.
2: Yeah.
3: So, I'm going to move a little bit closer to this thing. And I am going to use Fist of Unbroken Air, and I am going to attempt to hit this thing a few times. So, first attack. 16 to hit. That is a hit. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. 11 points of of damage on the first attack.
0: 14 to hit. That's a miss. Uh,
3: Ah. All right. And then I will use my uh, bonus action to attack it one more time. Cool. Cool. Natural 20. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, oh my God. All right. So that is 17 points of bludgeoning damage. Which does more damage Hmm. than Nathan is happy about. (laughs) I will then run and jump onto one of these ropes and kind of wrap my arm around it and swing a little bit. I don't know how well I could dodge
0: while on a rope, but we're going to stay there for now seems good. It is now the mounds turn again. Stop. (laughs) And it has has no mouth, but it must scream. And again, you hear just this huge clattering noise. It is now swirling all the way around this boulder, going all the way up it. You can see how many bones are a part of this creature. You can't even see the rock anymore. Such is the density of bone that this is made out of.
2: I'm imagining it's like It almost looks like a a jar filling up because the the magic circle is like 20 feet tall and wide. So it's just like trying to burst at the seams. Yeah. And like the bones are broken into smaller bits, but like it still controls all of them.
0: Exactly. And you would know that this thing is not even, you can't even see all of it. Like more must be underground. It's stuck because of the magic circle, but you have no idea how deep down this even goes at this point. And it roils and kind of goes, again, goes up, uh, maybe as much as it can up the side of this boulder, but goes certainly as much as it can across this hemisphere of magic circle and rattles, rattles, rattles. It builds up and then stops and then explodes (gasps) as bone fragments are sent everywhere. I'd like everyone to make me a dexterity saving throw now. Uh, it for you Sophie. Uh-huh. Uh, I would say just for this give me an X. Ex- you can take an extra D4. Uh, don't forget everyone is blessed. And if anyone has cover, uh remember I think you get a bo- you get bonuses to your dexterity saves as well. So did anyone include again don't forget you're blessed don't forget any bonuses. DC 16. Ooh.
1: Selv with an eighteen. Hey, great.
2: Val with a twenty-one.
1: Excellent. Castren with a seven. No. Oh. <laughs> the three frogs have a nineteen minimum. Awesome! Hey. Wow! <laughs> Heck, yeah. you guys. Yeah. So so.
2: <laughs> okay. My parachute. No. It's a
0: one use anyway. Can so. we just imagine though that right, like Cast
2: is like, just floating down angelic- angelically and yep. please. Fan art of, of
1: this. I was planning on being up here a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this really changes my plans. <laughs> yep. Like
2: you can't dodge if you're just like floating well, down. Uh, on the top sky. of that, all
3: of this, the parachute is just <laughs> like yeah. all yeah. those holes yeah. in the parachute. Yeah. And I just I imagine Cass just like looking down and be like, Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> See,
0: he wily coyoted and he shouldn't have. He should have just yeah. kept looking straight straight ahead right. and ignored reality for as long just as holds possible. up a little sign that says Yikes yeah. for anyone. <laughs> Not naming names, who <laughs> failed? I'm looking down at my note card, not at any particular player. You take 15 points of piercing damage. Oh, Everyone takes half that. Uh, the Kaskarin. Yep. <laughs> you look above you, and you see the beautiful bird is now uh, shreds. Yep. And I don't think this thing. This thing can't do anything else. Again, it is. It is clearly now. That was enough, Nathan. But no, <laughs> it was fine. Was uh, but you can see now. It is like once again trying to grab and claw its way out of this trap. It is greatly diminished. A lot of the bone pieces are now kind of like fine powder instead of like, oh, just hulking bits of of femurs and whatnot. And it's not feeling good after the fists and the radiant damage. And also the giant fucking rock <laughs> that was dropped on it. Nice.
1: <laughs> Checkers, it is your turn. Well, you know who else is fine powder checkers the grung druid <laughs> uh, checkers has taken more damage this combat than i think he's ever taken so he is looking particularly shredded by that last explosion yeah um looking real real lean over yeah, here right real, 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 real bulked <laughs> he, up. His, he has significantly less mass yeah. than right. when he did previously yeah uh-huh. checkers is gonna grab a rock from junior and Who just also is blessed yes obviously. junior himself hashtag is blessed, blessed. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and crossbow it at the bone pile, trying to break some more of its bones off. Awesome. That is also a crit. No! (laughs) Excuse me? Yes.
2: (sighs) Nathan's going to ban Starbuck Dive. Yeah. They're too good.
1: They're too powerful. Damn it. So this magically imbued stone goes flying dead on right into the middle of one of these large femurs that this thing is controlling. Yep. 16 points of magical bludgeoning damage. Nice. All right, it is still up. And Not by a lot. <laughs> and from the other side, yep. Billiam unfurls his large muscular tongue and just whips it towards <laughs> the bones. Uh huh. 23. Also a hit. 10 points of bludgeoning damage. The creature begins to shudder. <laughs>
0: As this kind of like this big, like you said, this femur just gets first a crack through it, uh-huh. And then a frog tongue through it. <laughs> and Billy, I'm imagining, like, reaches through and just kind of almost like snaps the bone outward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it must have been a load-bearing bone. <laughs> <laughs> And you can see it's, you know, all of the the din starts to go downward and it starts to kind of collapse in on itself, but is still kind of reaching out and is trying to claw at this magic circle, do anything it can. And you even see it start to muster up once more, like it's going to do a final kind of explosion of bone and try to do as much damage as it possibly can. When you see a rock glowing with holy energy come from the side and just kind of like pool ball knock into Kaskarin's boulder and do that last little bit of damage. As Darthon, you can see, is kind of in that classic pitcher's pose where his hand is down. He's clearly thrown this boulder like a hundred some feet across this entire cavern and has unerringly hit it and smashed it as it collapses into dust and debris and bone. And this encounter is over, but you know that your job may not be done here. But we'll pick back up on that next week. Yay! Congratulations, you did it! Yay! Let's go find its casa. Bonita. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, yes. See
3: you next week. Bye. Bye.
1: So Kaskrin, instead of writing this thing down, because that was actually a dumb idea, <laughs> he is about the midpoint of this thing falling, going to try and jump off of it and grab onto one of the other ropes that is attached to the ceiling and hope that he makes it. Because of how
0: dexterous Cas is. <laughs> Indeed. Right. You better hope that someone tied that night, not real tight.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Okay.
2: Cast reaching terminal velocity at the rate of a rocky dwarf.
1: It would be falling damage, which would be the 10d6. Yeah, I got the 10d6 back up. Don't worry. What do I have? Oh, no. What do I have to roll?
2: But hey, great Uh, news, Cast. You're blessed.
1: You are blessed. That's true.
0: I am going to say, so a very hard DC is 25. (laughs) (laughs) Impossible, I think, is 30. I'm just trying to
1: grab a rope on the way down.
2: The ropes are like outside the, the radius, the diameter, the circumference of this rock I mean, because the checkers we uh, planned. So honestly, you, you can, if
0: it's impossible. I it think, is not impossible. Uh,
3: honestly, Val or Selv would probably have been like maybe a tie a rope to yourself.
1: <laughs> that probably would have been better. Yeah, you I, do I, that too. Okay. Uh, or just
2: activate your parachute from the raven mounts. And you're stuck in the air for a while. You're just above. The Not chamber. for long. I
0: mean, he'd fall by the by the next round. It's actually quite nice if he if he if he uh, is there for a bit.